0: <laughs> Yo, what up, world? This is Elijah Mindset Morgado, your modern day messiah, here at Thrift and Sip, local thrift store, black owned, locally owned, here with some amazing entrepreneurs. Ready to br- bring y'all the first episode of Battle of the Bruise on the Mindset Detox TV network. Y'all know, like I said, Messiah stands for Savior. I saved myself through meditation and prayer and also the, the help and love of do- dope-ass individuals. Amazing people that's willing to, to show their time, to show their network, to show their attention, to show their skills and crafts. So, like, y'all, y'all in, in for a treat. Like, this is the first time the Mindset Detox TV has ever did some type of battle. But it's going to be a battle of the minds where brooding... Brooding, where's my book? Right here. So brooding is showing deep unhappiness of thought. <laughs> so the battle of the broods is to think deeply about something that makes you one unhappy. So this is my brood face. <sighs> this your brood face? That's your brood face? So in the midst of that, we're gonna start it off before we get the, the battling, we're gonna definitely get it, get into an amazing, session guided meditation sessions by Kiran Bagat, House of Bagat, that does laughing yoga. And I tried out this laughing yoga a couple weeks ago. I initially wasn't trying to laugh, but throughout the process, yo, the laugh was crazy. So like y'all enjoy, stay tuned and check out this music real quick. for apple is some applesauce apple is some apple toss uh, apple chris like my rhymes when i'm lost in time i never knew xx that blows my mind not in this time you mention you see but his soul came and rescued me from myself depression and my health he was like all you gotta do is tune into me so i Tuned into is his energy. Yo, just went to another one. Nah, that's not what I tried to do. <laughs> Rah, where I'm we go? Oh, actually like to to I want to shit with you. Never really alone in the nighttime. Every time he feel pain, and he want to die. Every time I feel pain, I don't want to cry. I take off the mask and no more lies. I tuned into the best high. That high of self, that high of wealth, that higher me that you see. Do to others as yourself, that golden rule of the energy. So everything is one thing and it's energy. My young king came into me and he started speaking through me. Just like Nipsey, just like Martin, just like Malcolm, just like Maya, just like mommy, auntie. Uncle Daddy, what you saying? I'm a caddy, I'm a big boy. I can hold all their toys and this what's in store. I'm just making so much fucking noise, man. Oh, I tune in and I tap into a demon and I tune in and I tap into the ages, Willie. P. Huh? Can you see him? Huh? Can you breathe him? huh, when I get those folin ideas, I want to run and tell someone, run, tell this, run, tell that, but that shit is scary, cause they may look at you like you crazy, like what the fuck is he saying, talking dead people, channeling, oh my god, they haven't seen, tarot cards, black, white, magic, what, what you saying, meditation saved my life, it got me to a place of ice, ice, understanding people like XXX, tend to see young, like nips understand the drug man and the pill man will man doctor politician i just love them all got forgiveness and compassion so i forgive myself man xx i hope i did the best man loving light feel like dying every day and i do to myself 151 proof Oh yeah. You're already laughing. There you go. We're ready for this. I I got the amazing Kiran Bagat. She's going to do her thing and show us and walk us through the guided meditation.
1: Hello. What's up, uh, listeners? My name's Kiran Bagat. I am a laughter yoga leader right here in Richmond, Virginia, a native to Richmond, Virginia. And I'm just here to open this session with some guided meditation. And we're going to do this in a way where we cultivate um, the essence of joy before we get into the battle of the minds or brooding <laughs> so how this works is um, so um, how this works is I'm just I'm gonna open this invitation to inviting you to come into a, a moment of our with me and awesome. um, we're all here to um, to express ourselves through mm-hmm. our voice so In essence, this ashe is um, conceiving the power of uh, change, of producing change. And through the power of laughter, what we're doing is we are reclaiming the lost laughs of our ancestors. Um, Ashe, ashe, ashe. So I'm going to guide you all through three different exercises. I will name the exercise, explain it, and demonstrate it. Our first exercise is called humming laughter. And how that works is... You taking a deep breath, and we're going to laugh it out by humming. It sounds like.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, Sound like so, are
1: you ready to laugh with me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 we are.
1: All right. So, on the count of three: one, two, three. Taking a deep breath. And we're taking that breath, that laughter once more. One, two, three, taking a deep breath. (laughs) And um, just notice how you feel in your body, your mind, your heart. Just notice the vibration. that flows through your body from that uh, vibration of that humming laughter. Our next exercise is a silent laughter. So, to the listeners, wherever you are in this moment in this space, I want you to take in the. I want you to take in um, joy. I want you to take in the vibration of uh, of laughter, as you won't be able to actually hear this silent laughter. But us here will be able to see the expressions on um, each other's face. And how this works is we, just taking a deep breath, we open our mouths wide, and we silently laugh it out. And taking a deep breath. That wasn't silent though. (laughs) Taking a deep breath, and we'll laugh that way once more, but this time looking around the room as you're doing it, open your mouth wide. Uh yes, and just notice how that actually felt. It is felt actually <laughs> kind of challenging to silently laugh, so I encourage you all to um I can't silently listeners to try that. So our um last exercise is called the gradient laugh, and I really want us to embody this essence of laughter in reclaiming the lost laughs of our ancestors, the lost expressions, the lost voices. Um, of our ancestors, and how this um, sounds and looks, you start this laugh off with a smile and a little chuckle <laughs> until it begins to become grander. <laughs> Are you all ready to laugh uh, with me? Yes. yes. All yes. right, so one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> Breathe it out, and we'll take in that laugh once more, and really, really embody um this laughter, listeners. Embody this laughter. Taking a deep breath. One, two, three. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> We're we'll taking a deep
1: breath together. And laugh it out once more. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my life. My life And just notice how you feel, notice how you feel in your body, notice how you feel in your mind. Science and research says that the brain can't tell the difference between a real laugh and a fake laugh. But you're still reaping the medicinal properties that uh laughter brings when you're laughing, it brings joy, it brings happiness, it brings connection. And I shed.
0: I share. but no, it brings a little bit more than that. It brought some sweat to my head just yeah. now. like it and honestly it brought my attention to now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh one of the
0: things that a lot of people get lost in, they get lost in their past and they worried about their future. Mm-hmm. So like I now is the only time that matters, that's where our ancestors are. So I want you now. I want you to tell them like where they can find you on social media and where they can find that awesome laughter video that you put out there to see other amazing black people mm-hmm. laugh. There's a question that you ask too, and I want you to ask that to both me and Marcus yeah. in so, the
1: next segment. Mm-hmm. So, um you can follow me at revolutionary yogini. That's with one y. Revolutionary yogini on Instagram. Um, Kiran Bagat on Facebook. That's K-I-R-A-N Bagat, B-H-A-G-A-T. And that video is streaming on both of those um, social networks. I hope you enjoy um, the video. I hope that you laugh. I'm pretty sure it'll make you laugh. Absolutely, definitely.
0: I, oh, <laughs> before you before you go, like, what was yeah. that that question that so, you asked me?
1: So, um, last month, the whole month of October, I literally was out on the Richmond streets. Um, and my main focus, my main attention, was uh, Black Joy here in Richmond, Virginia. So I specifically, um, I specifically. I don't want to say targeted, but that's the word that's coming to my not. head right now. I specifically Filted. Filted. Um, uh,
0: emphasized yeah the I, connections. I specifically
1: with. seeked out people of color to laugh with and just shared the story of um, of how our ancestors were not able to pretty much express ourselves. How I'm expressing myself now vocally um, by through laughing. Um, through just any loud gestures and uh, the phrase that I found, if anyone has heard, a barrel of laugh, a barrel of laughter. Um, basically, on plantations there were stations barrels either filled with water or empty, and just as you heard us laughing here that was not allowed on the plantation. So we would literally have to go and run to these stations and barrel our laughs, barrel our voices, um, barrel our expressions. Um, so that's why it's important in this laughter to um, just acknowledge the ancestors and reclaiming um, you know, your voice, your laugh, your expression. And the question that I ask is, what brings you black joy? And what brings me black joy? is connection, family, support, community, um, freedom, and just bringing this message. That's what brings me black joy.
0: Well, I definitely appreciate that. And I wanna share what what brings me black joy. And I'm interested in in hearing our special guest that's coming up in the next segment, what brings him black joy. Because like I said, we gotta get all this love and light in before we throw these boxing gloves on Mm -hmm. to battle out. But what brings me black joy is understanding Ooh, y'all saw that right that's that's what that is called is energy <laughs> that's called energy but what brings me black joy is the the ability to understand that our melanin makes us royalty and mm-hmm. our actions make us a king just like martin and malcolm we picked up their dream and we're putting together our team to see people come together and to get team then the acronym that i use for team is together everyone achieves so much more mm-hmm. like like i'm 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 super excited about the next segment, but not just because of the battle, but just because of the amount of knowledge, wisdom and understanding that's going to be shared in the cipher. Like you bring it up back in the day, like we didn't have technology to pull us away from everything. We sat down and we ciphered and we shared mm-hmm. stories. So I'm grateful for you sharing your story, you sharing your laughs. We didn't do those laughs before. You did some different (laughs) ones this time. So, like, in the midst of that, you're always welcome on the show. And let let them know your name one more time and your social before you go.
1: My name is Kiran Bagat. It means the light or moon ray. And you can follow me at Revolutionary Yogini on Instagram or Kiran Bagat on Facebook. That's K-I-R-A-N. B-H-A-G-A-T on
0: Facebook. Peace, y'all. Oh yeah. Y'all enjoy these tunes while we come back and then get ready for that dun 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 dun, dun that battle of the broods, man. Y'all stay blessed and highly favored. Got you. Yeah. Welcome back. This is Elijah Mindset Morgano. Since since Kiran said what well, her name is, Elijah means the messenger, man. And I'm I am him. I am that same Elijah from the Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth, and I'm here to put my books in the Bible. And, and put in your books, you got to be able to speak your mind. You got to be able to talk your talk. You got to be, one of the terms that this next brother that I'm about to introduce, he, he said about himself, and he doesn't he doesn't claim it, but he doesn't own it. He said he's a race baiter, but like, it's not even just race. I love the fact that he talks about the uncomfortable conversation. I love the fact that he's created a business and a brand around the uncomfortable conversations across the board. Uh, he's a, when I first met him, it was, it was in the midst of me transitioning to my, edutainment field wanting to be more music oriented uh me wanting to take my podcast to the next level and when you ask for things from the universe the stars align. you just have to know how to receive them i'm gonna be 100 with you bro like your your level this guy's level of uh just okay. hubris <laughs> Confidence, intelligence is very in- intimidating when you sit in that seat and you start talking and you do what you do. But I, in the midst of it, that's where we as black people and melanated people have to come together. And he opened his arms and every time he introduced me, he introduced me as the man with the crown. So I'm going to say the man with the throne because Legacy Internet Radio is a throne and it is a home. So I want y'all to give a warm welcome to to the man, my brother from another mother, Mr. Marcus
4: J. What's up, Hey, brothers? what's good hey, with you, it's, it's an absolute honor to be here. Uh, you know, you have always supported me. Every time I've ever called you, you've answered the call, you've come through, you've done for me more than you can ever know. And so I want to give you your flowers, brother, and tell you I love you nice. right now in front of your audience. Nice. So that the people who are listening and watching know how great that you are. So I appreciate that introduction. Uh, I appreciate your brotherhood with me and welcoming me into your life and allowing me to be here with you tonight on your podcast. It's an absolute honor. I'm happy to be here, brother.
0: Well, you're more than welcome. And and just to let y'all know, like, this is a mobile podcast now. We're taking this around the world. For those that don't know, like, I'm a mental health advocate, and mental health is very important to me. I know it's trending now, but I had my mental breakthrough last year, and every time I'm on your show, I make sure I bring that up. But creativity saved my life. Meditation saved my life being able to have a dope network and people to give me flowers. Like giving me flowers after breaking my ankle and all that has been big. And I want to highlight and shout out the place that we're in. We're in a locally owned, dope, nostalgic, like we walking here is like you stepping back in time, right? They got a tracks over there.
4: Yeah! <laughs> I saw the a tracks yes. they got a tracks over there. I mean, how many people li- right now listening know what a tracks are? Hey, I know what a tracks are, we had them in the crib when I was growing up. Did you <laughs> listen to, what was your favorite a track Uh, Nat King Cole's uh, uh, The Christmas Song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. My dad, every year as a young man, my dad would play it until we ended up getting him the cassette tape. And then eventually we ended up getting him the CD. And when we would buy him the next level of stuff, when the holiday season will come around, this joker would still put the A-tracks on yeah, that's my favorite A track.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yo, yo, like I don't even have a favorite A track. I saw a beta before.
4: Remember oh, the word. beta players? Oh yeah, I remember. I remember the top loaded VCRs where you had to stick it in the top and then press the button for it to go down. Yeah, facts. So it's <laughs> like we we just
0: took a trip back in time, and I appreciate you letting me know. But like that's that's what our ancestors did in the beginning. Yeah. Of the first segment, a lot of people didn't know that the slaves they couldn't laugh out loud and like this is how you pass on your legacy like i my intro saying i'm elijah from the bible you don't see the book of elijah in there the book of eli let everybody know that they need to put the book of elijah in there but like <laughs> in the midst of being able to go back in time that's what Drift and sip has done for us like I, I got to perform here a, a few months ago and I, I just threw out the idea to be like, yo, what if we did a podcast here? It was like, yo, you wanna do something? Come here. So shout out, shout out to Kamar and Adam from the owners of Thrift and Ship and RVA, man. Big ups. Neither one of them are very like vocal. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, like come here real quick, Adam. Yeah, I need you, I need you to let people know like where to find y'all. Come over here, cause this is where the camera is. <laughs> Let them know where to find yeah, y'all, man. and then also how long they, that this place have been up. And yeah.
5: We just doing like our little thrift thing over here in Richmond. We've been here for about six months now. We're like a local thrift store on the corner of Cary and Meadow, 1925 West Cary Street. If y'all get a chance to come check us out, we got some real good shoes, clothes, albums, everything y'all need.
4: It's all like a real homie feel here. We try to make everybody comfortable and keep a little bit of something for everybody.
0: Well, oh, We appreciate that. You did that good, bro. Yeah, you, know, man, you got a career in acting. I hope so. <laughs> I need a career in something. <laughs> hey. Hey.
4: Y'all hit me up. Yeah, I be at the 3rd to every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that even in the midst of that, like to be able to, to share, share knowledge, wisdom and understanding, to share similarities, commonalities, it's easy to get along with people that you agree with. Absolutely, it's super easy. Now, learning how to get along with the people that you don't agree with—that's the challenge. How have you been able to do that? Before we go into the battle of the brew, like I, I want you to just share with the with my my listening audience uh, a little bit about Legacy Internet Radio, and like you you started off with like maybe seven to ten people, right? And like now it's it's a whole it's a whole vibe, it's yeah. a whole flow,
4: yeah. Well, independence is key to building your legacy. Facts. That's our motto. Independence is key to building your legacy. In August of 2011, a good friend of mine by the name of Jay Grizzy came to me. He said, hey, I'm about to do a radio show. You want to be down with me? He's a good friend of mine. I said, yes. This was the second time he saved my life. Mm. Uh, First time is another whole story, but this was the second time. I was in a transition uh, my degree is in journalism. 15 years had passed. Hadn't done anything with it. Mm-hmm. So when he came to me, he said, yo, let's do a radio show. There was no option other than to say yes. So we did the radio show starting in September, the first Tuesday in September of 2011. And he says, uh, in November, he said, I don't want to do it no more. Mm. I said, wow, well, you done excited something in me now. So I got to keep it moving. And so in December, we rebranded that show from the Green Room with Jay Grizzy to Ain't No Half Stepping with Marcus J. Ain't
0: no half stepping. Yeah. yeah,
4: that was December of 2011, and so for the next year, little almost a year and a half, we did it on a different radio station, and we decided that it was time to move on, but we had to have a place to do our own show, and so. At that point, we created Legacy Internet Radio with the motto, Independence is key to building a legacy. There were seven of us. There was Jay Grizzy. There was Carlton Banks. uh, Carlton Banks? Not his real name. (laughs) (laughs) Not not his real name. Uh, There was First Lady Lissa P. There was Miss Tony. There was Arthur Charisma. Uh, There was uh, Yours Truly. Uh and, and and so there's uh and there's our in big group of of course. And so we created the station. That's the what we call original seven. And so we did our radio show. The disciples. <laughs> right. We did our radio show and Legacy and that radio was just that one show. And then people was coming to us. They was like, yo, we want to be down with y'all. some cool stuff going on. And fast forward, this was in March of 2013. Fast forward in a couple of months in March. We're gonna be celebrating seven years hey. of independence of our own radio station. That's huge! That's yeah, huge. so we got a large alumni contingent with shows that have come and gone, and friends like yourself, and uh, people that are here with us in this wonderful establish- establishment. We consider friends and family. So, this is what we do, man. You know, our ministry is to give other folks an opportunity to expand on what they're doing, mm-hmm. share their vision with other folks. Uh, and show that independence is the key to building your legacy.
0: And you've done a great job, like a lot of you not. From ever since the first time I came on there, I know the first couple episodes when I was like, Hallelujah, or right, ta ta ta. He allowed me to vocalize, and express myself if I didn't have words. And even though like he, it, it, it caught him off guard because it's nobody like me. There's, there's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like our, our special guest performers. That, that's a little secret. Special guest performers that's coming on. And, like, when you learn that it's nobody like you and you learn how to, I like using planets. Like, when I die and co- come back, I wanna be a planet, right? So, it's just you you orbit around each other. And when you can't get that, the planets collide. Right. Like, I've learned that, like, you learn how to orbit very well. Yeah. Being a journalist and being a race by a debater or just being confident in your opinion. Right. That's why I wanted to kick off this show in the Battle of the Bruise because. Like you're not gonna get stronger or sharper if you surround yourself with a bunch of yes men. Yeah. Or people, a bunch of people that agree with you all the time. Yeah, And you're not gonna get stronger or sharper if you're uh, you the smartest person in your group. You're not gonna get funnier if you're the best. I love these the owners of Thrift and Sip. They're more than just owners, they're artists. And like right now while we're taping the show, they're painting a shout out to Nipsey because the marathon continues and it's it's interesting because like they're both artists but they one of them is a little bit more advanced than the other or technically advanced <laughs> and they and they, they they thrive off of that so just the battle of this brood like brooding i found out that word maybe maybe was it three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we f- with this word popped up, brooding, right? So the definition of brooding, I just thought it was the coolest shit ever because you know I'm all spiritual, right? And like I'm not, spirituality is not about being positive all the time. It's definitely about being truthful. Like it, no matter if it's bad or good, you just got to be truthful. And showing deep unhappiness of thought as a motivation or a mindfulness or a meditation coach, you can't always just say. So like I know that my face says a lot of the things that I want to say beforehand. And this word brooding allows us to show that. So it's like the word battle of the is think deeply about something that makes
4: one unhappy. So what's your brood face? Well, well, I I definitely have one. That's a word that I'm very familiar with. Uh, (laughs) I I, I brood. Uh, I, I don't necessarily know that I have a similar definition. I guess the way I would view a brooding person is someone that kind of stews in their mood. You know what I mean? Whatever that mood happens to be. Uh Uh, In some cases, that mood may not be something that you feel like verbalizing. Uh You know, someone that broods may not always have the words that they want to share with other Uh folks. Uh It might more uh, be aligned with their energy, how folks feel when they're around them. Uh, it may not always be someone that you want to rock with because it, it may be someone who is uh, more into their thoughts and what's going on with them at that moment. I brood I brood a lot sometimes I don't want to talk but you around me you can feel <laughs> there's something there doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing or a good thing it's I'm in my Ow. space right now. I'm going to need you to kind of leave me alone until I come out of it. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and, and I'm that person that see you in your space because I see emotions and <laughs> energies and I see your eyes and I want to communicate. Yeah. And that's what the idea and the premise of this yeah. because this, like this this several times I've been on your show and you've came at Mr. West and you came, yeah. Yeah, and you came at Mr. Trump yeah. and you've came at these misters that in, in my works that what I'm doing as far as being a spiritual leader, forgive them father they know not what they do. Like I have to see a little bit more than them. And so I've be in my brood because yeah. I don't want to throw off the whole show. So I'll be brooding for maybe maybe two or <laughs> three minutes, like like. And then you hear me come out with a freestyle the next few minutes. But that's yeah. how I handle my brood, right? Because even if they don't, even if you don't say nothing, my nine words speak way louder,
4: right? So
0: like the premise of this, we about to have, we about to bring those moments to reality and we're going to bring them in in the next segment. So we definitely, we appreciate everybody for joining us thus far, but y'all about to fill this battle. It's about to get real. Gloves off, hats off. My name again is Mindset Morgano, the CEO of Mindset Detox Podcast, where setting your mind free is better than setting your belly
3: free.
6: I mean, it's up to him. It's it's God's plan. I want to play
3: something for you real quick. I think we did this probably 10 years ago, 6 to 10 years ago. And just hear what you say here. I'm a Christian revolutionary visionary
1: products person. I ain't here to dance for you. I ain't here to do a
6: two-step. That's just a piece. That was just my end. And now I wanna create. I wanna create content. I mean eventually ten years from now I wanna I just wanna create for the church, period. So I'm I'm just gonna like the new the new chapel. Let's so
3: that was musician. probably mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yeah. Did you always feel like this was a plan? Or was that always in the the as far as the windshield, or does it look like it was a plan now that we're kinda in the rearview mirror? Did you always know that this was, you were gonna end up here? I mean, 10 years ago, you kinda said it.
6: Yes, but I definitely was lost. I got lost, I got caught up in my own ego, my own strategy, my own ideas. I tried to hold everything in my own brain, and then I had to let go
3: and just let God and put it back in His hands. But it's Uh it's also the test and the testimony do you feel like if you didn't go through everything that a Kanye West go through that you could see
0: i i i so that's my that's my man big boy welcome back to mindset detox this is big boy in the background we're interviewing Kanye West and uh like we're gonna we're gonna be bouncing in and out of this interview throughout the process hey my g what's grand with you bro hey, like come on, man. How are you? bless 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 we doing the podcast right now. <laughs> This hey, is my blood for real, this is my blood hey, <laughs> I said yo, I love secret niceties, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna holler at you, I'm gonna holler at you though. But like, yeah, y'all got to hear Kanye, y'all got to hear Kanye, uh, and big boy, he, he highlighted a part about Kanye. Like, I'm this is the thing, I'm 35 years young, right? Three and five is eight infinity sign, I'm on my infinity shit right now. And like, I grew up with Kanye. Like I, I went through all his albums, he got me through a lot. So in the midst of one of the words that stick out to me is loyalty. So it's like, I'm loyal to the pro of Kanye. And you're loyal to the pro of your emotions, your mind, or you're the con Kanye right now.
4: Yeah, I'm not a Kanye guy. Yeah, hey. yeah, I've never been a Kanye guy. I wasn't a Kanye guy when Kanye was, uh, shall we say, acceptable. On Mars, mm. when everybody was rocking with Kanye, I wasn't rocking with Kanye. I'd never been a Kanye fan, and it was never really a situation where I had shade for the dude. I understood who Kanye was, and Kanye made the kind of, I'm, I'm 10 years older than you. I'm 45, hey. right? And so when Kanye first came, and he's closer to my age than yours, right? So when he first came out, he, he made the kind of music that I should have been a Kanye fan. hmm you know what i mean you know with the college dropout, and when he came out with jesus walks and that whole vibe that kind of music was where i was with hip-hop mm-hmm. anyway because i was kind of phasing myself a little bit out of it i was kind of growing out of it like you grow out of certain things i was growing out of hip-hop at the time so like when pajamas he, like pajamas <laughs> i still rock with i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna give me a good <laughs> pair of footage pajamas with no shame but I, I was supposed to be a Kanye fan, I could never really connect with the dude. I could understand his dopeness. Mm-hmm. He was a dope producer, and there were some songs that he made that was dope, but I could never really connect to him. What really had me say, you know what, I can't rock with this dude, was what he did to Taylor Swift, because that just wasn't cool. You know, I, I'm not a fan of hers. I never even heard of her before that day. So you got mad at him for jumping yeah, up on Taylor absolutely. Swift? Like, yo, absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did that mess absolutely. with Taylor Swift money? It did wasn't. Did that mess with her? It, it, wasn't, did, it, it actually wasn't, made Taylor Swift it more famous. It wasn't about none of that for me. It wasn't about, about none of that for me. It was about being disrespectful for somebody, to somebody who did nothing to you. Mm. She didn't deserve that. As much as you thought Beyonce should have won, and I thought Beyonce should have won. She didn't? This was this young woman's moment, and for you to jump up there and try to steal her moment was unfair. And you don't treat people that way. Facts. Anybody who would do that, I got a problem with him. So, he lost me then. I was never already, I was already never a fan, but he lost me then. And he's been on a downward trend for me ever since then.
0: All right, so now, now the gloves are off. We, we played a little bit of it, and I definitely get that. And, like... In the midst of him losing you throughout that, he still saved tons of people. He's done a lot for Chicago. He's done a lot for communities. He's done a lot for people that are awkward, or socially awkward. Uh, And in the midst of, I told you I'm a mental health advocate. Like he's definitely a mental health advocate as well. Like Most creative geniuses are. So I, even like the first couple minutes of this show, it talked about him 10 years ago and him going through his trials and tribulations. Like everyone goes through their trials and tribulations. So it's just like, I even how I jumped on that like yo he made her more famous by doing that just like he made George W Bush more famous when he said George W Bush doesn't like black people but even I remember where I was when he said that when and Katrina happened and I'm looking at him and he was just it looked like he was terrified to say it but he was just like I got to say it like I got to say it and like that like everything is about perspective and in the midst of perspectives, like I rock with people that be themselves. Like I don't I don't care if you're right or wrong. It's just be yourself, my nigga. Like yeah. be yourself and you be yourself. Cause I if I view yourself, like that's one thing that I loved about you. That's what I love about you, is that you're yourself. Right. Like even like like I said, you when I told you that we were doing this Kanye battle, you was just like, oh, I'm ready. Like, but yeah. it's just like you still my brother, yeah. I love you. Yeah. So it's just like Kanye has always been his self. Yeah. Like and even like it's nothing change when he decided to wear the America's
4: great hat. But you know what though? Being yourself doesn't mean that everybody gonna rock with you being yourself. Mm. I appreciated what he said about George Bush because I agreed with them. You know what I mean? At the time. Uh-huh. Because I didn't think that George Bush cared about black people. He don't. And at the time when Kanye said it, I was like, Word, I rock with this dude for saying that because he said what a lot of us was thinking. And I think it was Dana Carvey or whatever the the, the comic that was standing next to him who had the old shit look on his face at the moment. You know, that's what the rest of wasn't the world it was do thinking. From, wasn't that the dude from uh, Wayne's world? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, I think that's who it was. So, you know, I'm a fair man. His face was amongst, amazing. Uh, amongst anything, I'm a fair person. So when he said George Bush don't rock with black people, I agreed with him because that's how I was feeling at the time. So why, why didn't you fuck with his music though? Like I just never, I, I never
0: really connected but you with But you're a music it. person. Who, yeah, what music I you never, liked at that time that you couldn't drop college? Well, hockey. I was
4: already, I, I bought the record. The record was cool. But you know, at the same time, for me, I feel music. I don't just listen to music. I feel music. And the music that I love, I got to love the artist. The music that I like, I tolerate the artist. There's a difference between love and light, you see what I'm saying? So I love Bob Marley, I love Frank Sinatra, I love Tupac, you know what I mean? I love them artists. I tolerate Kanye West, I like them. You see what I'm saying? So there's a difference. Never really connected with them and that's not a knock on him, his music's dope. Everybody liked, loved it, except, he, well, there's a few of us. But when you start factoring in certain pieces of his personality, just didn't vibe with me, and everybody ain't going to like you. There's plenty of people right now that's listening to this who may have heard of me. It's like, yeah, I don't know why Elijah got this dude on here. I don't like him. And that's cool. I respect that. You're not going to like everybody. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like Kanye. And
0: that's, the, and that's the premise of him being himself. He, I saw the transition from him being a artist, to a, a musician, to being a mogul. Like, not when he jumped into fashion, like, even, like, that line that he said about George W. Bush not liking black people, that was putting him in the forefront of any type of philanthropic movement before Black Lives Matter. He was there, like like, our lives matter. Even him jumping on stage with Taylor Swift, like, Beyonce is a black life. And this is the thing, Jay, like, one of the things I learned about the industry, bro, like, there's this thing called Fucking influence. And like it's now they call it social media influences. They we see how much influence somebody's stature or somebody's title or somebody's money and then like I watch Kanye go just like with J. Cole, I watch him get into that camp and just do whatever. Like Kanye rapped about it in one of his albums. He's like, he was talking about doing a song with Coldplay, and then Jay did a song with Coldplay. Right. So like I honestly. Being a mental health advocate and being a follower for a lot of my life, and then now being a leader now, like I I see how people play the the creative geniuses or right. play with people. That so in the, the the Taylor Swift thing, I don't think that was all him. I think he did that for his camp. And just like he did with George W. Bush, I think he did that for our people. And fast forward to where we are now, before I go into a little bit more of the the interview, like I know what he's doing now is bigger than what a lot of people see right is now. Is he
4: rocking with our people when he hanging out with Donald Trump wearing MAGA hats, talking about how slavery was a choice? Absolutely. I, I don't I, I I'ma need to hear you explain that because When you look at Donald Trump, I remember him from when I grew up in the 1980s in Jersey City, New Jersey, Mm -hmm. and seeing Donald Trump being in trouble because he was discriminating against black people and other communities, uh, minority communities, people of color, not allowing them to rent uh, properties from, you know, from him, Mm -hmm. you know, being discriminating against folks, being sued for it. You know His issues with the Central Park Five, a lot of people have a lot to say about the Central Park Five now because it's back in consciousness, but I'm the same age as those dudes. Mm-hmm. I remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. I remember when I'm 15 years old and thinking that could have been me getting caught up in some nonsense. Now, I don't want to have revisionist history mm-hmm. because... 30 years later everybody is on board with their exoneration I can dig it but at the time a lot of folks thought them kids was guilty yep but a lot of folks didn't think those kids should get the death penalty that's what Donald Trump called for you they, see what I'm saying they even they slid that commercial
0: in there this is, like this is what, I watched it I watched it the uh, Central Park and I I saw how they, the media, how they slid. Even though the people that made that documentary was shining the light on a broken system, a broken justice system. Right. Like, America's broken, period. Yeah. So it's not that it just got broken in the 90s or 2000s. It's been broken.
4: It was built broken. Yeah, And it wasn't built for us. So... The Constitution wasn't built for us. So, like, and you asked me, you was like, so how do I think he's
0: for people and, and slavery is a choice? So I... I, I get where he's rocking with Trump in the midst of Trump being our leader of this country. That's the boss of America. The, this country, that's the boss. He's, he runs this. Me being a veteran, he was our boss. Like the uh, chain of command in the army, the, the, the commander in chief is the president, whoever it is at the time. And I was in the army in 2002, right after 9-11. So you know who my commander in chief was? George Bush. Exactly. Yeah. And I couldn't stand him. But it's just like, I, that was my commander in chief. You wouldn't hear me talk bad about him. But there's a
4: difference between you being in the military and you having a military obligation versus you being a civilian and consciously going against your people, the majority of your people, most of us who look at Donald Trump as a racist man who has no use for black people And you cozying up to them. You wearing the MAGA hats. We know who these people are. Now, if this is who you want to rock with and align yourself with, do you. Because I'm one of those people. I'm not here to try to malign you or try to tell you how to think. But I am going to tell you what my opinion is of what you're doing, especially if you're in the public eye and you have influence. And people rock with you. And you can sway people one way or the other based upon what you say. I think it's a negative thing for him to be sitting there, conducting himself the way he is, saying things like slavery was a choice. My personal opinion, he's doing the same thing that Donald Trump is doing. He's working, folks. Donald Trump is brilliant. Mm -hmm. People hate when I say this. I said this years ago. I said this before Uh, he was elected president. I said that he would win and I said that he would probably win two terms. Now, I didn't know about what's going on now and the whole impeachment thing, but I got receipts. You can go back to Legacy on that radio from 2015 and 16, and I said then he's gonna win because he's smarter than everybody. He knows how to work your emotions and get you so riled up that you're gonna either rock with him or you're gonna
0: roll against him. Uh I said it then. So in the midst of that, I'm glad you brought that up because now, like I said, now, now we're in the time we're in that time of like your influence like there's a lot of people that are attached to the matrix there's a lot of people that follow faulty programming and like before all this happened with kanye west i literally shout out to frank gene claude francois like who i'm rocking his his uh big daddy kane shirt right now i i literally talked to him for 45 minutes about kanye and all he could he's like yo i used to rock with kanye too but like now that he's doing that he gave me 45 minutes of everything he did wrong so it's just like i see that and when i was talking to him i was letting him know y'all don't see what Kanye's doing he definitely wants to still keep y'all attention because attention is currency like me doing everything the only reason i'm sitting here with you is because i got your attention i never gave you a dollar i never i never sold into the business the only thing i gave you was my attention and, and because attention is currency, I had a feeling in my stomach that Kanye was doing certain shit to get people's attention. Because like Jesus is King, it got lot it has a lot of people's attention. It, but it came after his last album when he was talking about mental health, which came after the album before that, which right before that he did the thing with President Trump and America's Great Again. But nobody see the back end shit that he was doing with Trump to help people get out of get out of jail, like what his family was doing. So it's just. I learned how you said he's doing what Trump is doing as far as working the people. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But to answer your question about the slavery, slavery ended in 1861 in the United States, right? Technically. 1861. But if you do the math to when he said 400 years of slavery, because I sat down and watched that 400 years of slavery being a choice. Like that shit hit, it hit me in my stomach too. I watched that TMZ video. And watching that video, Kanye is a master communicator. Like master manipulator. And I say this because he was around master communicators and master manipulators. I'm going to bring it back to Hova. I brought Hova into this in the beginning because I really think Hova pushed him to say that about Beyonce. And, and because Ho- I, I have this thing called the Hova effect. You see, Jay-Z, he got with Jazzo to get his flow up. And then he went with Dame Dash to get his business up. And then from Dame Dash, he went to Russell Simmons to get his business up because Russell Simmons was a bigger business owner. And then from there, Russell Simmons put him in doors with Oprah and and the president, potential president. And and then you saw um, Hova sitting there with Warren Buffett, who happens to be one of the most wealthiest beings in the United States, if not the planet. So the Hova effect is because if I can get your attention and if I can exchange some shit with you, you know what, I can probably plant a seed in your head. You know what, I can probably plant a suggestion in your head. So watching Kanye go through that hova effect, like he's doing his own hova effect now. He's not, a, he's not an artist anymore. Like, we're going to go into a couple parts of big boy sharing what he shared. But watching that TMZ video, he was communicating and manipulating. He told the, just like you said, that white guy was, was dumbfounded when Kanye was looking. The black guy on that TMZ, like Kanye had him shook. Like, bro, no, I'm not talking to you right now. I need to talk to somebody that's regular, that doesn't understand what we do in media. Just like, like, and he brought his, he brought his companion up there. It was a female, more distraction, more energy. She did her knowledge and threw them all off. And then that triggered this white lady to start talking in the green. And he was like, yo, get that shit out of here. Bop, 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 bop. Y'all didn't see when, what I was doing, my, I was getting liposuction. My mom was getting, my mom is dead right now because I put her in this industry and I didn't know what the hell I was putting her into. So like when he did finally get to that black guy, that's exactly what he wanted. Cause he could have chopped that black guy up just like he chopped the white girl up. But he was like, bro, we need to talk. Like we need to talk. Like I got to see him and and like I said, most people don't watch that part of the video because the, the mass media or propaganda wanted you to see somebody that is doing what a Huey P. Newton did, somebody that is doing what a Malcolm and Martin did. It's just speaking against certain injustices that he experienced. So I say all that to say, like I, I have a deeper sense of knowing with him that his message is way deeper than like just chilling with a president Trump.
4: Yeah. Like I- I've totally agree with all that. Oh, I, oh! Wait, wait!
0: The four hundred years. I remember.
4: I've been yeah, back yeah, around yeah.
0: the four hundred years. Yeah, but yeah, I was if it's it, oh, gonna jump on but that. yeah, yeah, you know
2: that. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I hey, 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 I hey!
0: This my just, show. This this my did. show. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, so yeah, yeah, in, yeah. The 400 years, in the four hundred years, in the, the four hundred <laughs> years, like I told you, it ended in eighteen sixty-one. But if you fast forward to two thousand and fifteen or two thousand and eighteen and nineteen, you do the math. That's four hundred years. He wasn't. He did a parable when he said that slavery was a choice. He made it so that, like, if you're still a slave right now in America, where we. We're doing a podcast from a, a store that we just, we put this together within a week from the, the performance and everything where the Facebook, when does Facebook ever go off? Never. Never. Instagram never go off. So if you're still a slave and you're still working at 40, 40, 40, and you still complaining about what your president or what your Congress is doing, you don't live in 2019. So he was talking about mental slavery. So it's like when like slavery is a choice. And I saw that from that video, because I, I had to do the math. I was like 400 years. Like we wasn't even in slavery for four hundred years, but a lot of people, like I was telling you about the Matrix, they don't even know they're in slavery.
4: Well, they 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 say that the 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 first slaves got here in sixteen nineteen. Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation was in eighteen sixty three. Uh, and, and and and, Kanye, you know, I disagree with everything you just said, like all that, because I don't think it's that deep with him. I think that he's a charlatan, just like his mentor Donald Trump. Donald Trump is smart. Because he realizes, let me, let me back up. Let me say it to you like this. I don't know how many people who are in this room or listening to us right now are fans of pro wrestling. I'm a fan of pro wrestling. I used to be a fan of pro wrestling. I've been a fan wrestling. of pro wrestling since 1982. Hey, okay, I wasn't even born and I, I, and I And I understand that there are good guys and there are bad guys. Mm-hmm. But you can have a guy that used to be a good guy who's now a bad guy in pro wrestling. Right? Because they're playing a character. Because they realize that based upon how they act and how they perform, they can learn different ways to work your emotion.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: they can get you to react the way they want you to react based upon the things that they say. For example, many people remember in the 80s, there was a guy called Terry Bollea. You know him as Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan used to wear red and yellow. He would tell you eat your vitamins, say your prayers, he would do the muscles, and little kids would go bananas. I had a Hulk Hogan poster on my wall in the 80s. I did, right? But in 1996, Hulk Hogan said, you know what? I did all of that. I'm going to be a bad guy now. So he created what was called the NWO. And he turned so bad that he got what they called in the business white hot. What that basically means is as much as you used to love him, now you're going to hate him just as much. much. And hate in this country has a lot more currency than love. Facts. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's it's a a fact. It's just a thing. It's absolute fact. That's a fact that Donald Trump has always known. He's always known. A lot of the things that he says, he says and he does because he knows it's gonna work your emotions. Mm -hmm. Guess who his mentee is? Kanye West, who also understands that whatever it is he does, he's gonna get your attention. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have to go out and create songs like Jesus Walks in the climate that he made it 20 years ago or whenever. 10 years ago. It was in 2005, I think, when that, right? Whatever year it was, 15, whatever it was. He ain't gotta do that no more because he's already done it. Mm Now, he can be a heel, to go back to my wrestling analogy. So, do I think that Kanye believes all of that stuff? It doesn't matter what I think. What matters is, I can't follow someone, because wrestling, we know... It's scripted. Super fake. It's scripted. Mm -hmm. Wrestling fans don't like you to use the word fake. I don't care. Can't say fake. Because you can't say fake. You can't say say whatever whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Can't say fake. (laughs) But they realize, he realizes that he has you. Mm -hmm. Just like he had you before in a positive light. he got you now. He got your emotions. So he can say things like slavery was a choice. Mm and he know you gonna have people like me that's like, ah, oh, I can't believe you said that. That's crazy. Man, I can't rock with this dude. He, he
0: gets it. I'ma jump in when you said Tupac, right? You said Tupac is one of the people that you love. Like Tupac wasn't the greatest MC, wasn't the greatest lyricist, but he can tell amazing stories to make you think. Yeah. Like every one of his stories made you think. Yeah. So if,
4: if, if, if you are you about to compare Tupac and Kanye? Oh, absolutely. Well, the reason why I'm going to stop you. Absolutely. I'm the reason why I'm going to stop you is because with Tupac, for me, I'm just speaking with one person. That's all you are. All the way through his progression, uh-huh. it felt, at least to me, authentic. So when he was saying, keep your head up, sisters, all the way back to when he was saying, me and my girlfriend. And he was doing the most misogynistic, craziest stuff. It felt like it was authentic to him, the good and the bad. With Kanye, at least for me, and a lot of folks agree with me, which doesn't matter if they do or they don't. I'm just saying for me, I think we get... That with Kanye, it feels more scripted. It feels more kayfabe, again, to use that wrestling term. And and, and I and I feel you on
0: that. And right before we go to the break, we want to bring in some dope ass performers. I just want you you touched on a word that I harness on a lot because they say watch your, your watch your thoughts because they become your actions. Your actions become your words. I mean, watch your thoughts because they become your words. Your words become your actions. Watch your actions because they create your habits. We're habitual creatures. Like, we're, we're creatures of habit. Watch your habits because they ultimately define your character, which will determine your destiny. Our energy in motion that's going right now, that's emotions, just energies in yep. motion. So if you learn, like, that's what I do when I'm mindful, if I pray. When I do my handstands, I am taking the energy of the room to distract them and, and be able to redirect that energy to where I would like it to be. Will everybody fuck with me? Nah, like, you know how I many People don't fuck with me. Like, I'm more Christ-like now than I was when I was in the church and going to church on a regular basis. So I shared that, that the energy and emotion, we're gonna bring it back. When we come back from the break, just, just I want y'all to listen to that, just energy and emotion. And you said Trump knows how to strike your emotions. Kanye knows how to strike your emotions. and just not him, every entertainer out there. Like, I've been studying the greats, like Jimi Hendrix, fucking James Brown, They they all strike your emotions. And if you can strike your emotions, you can take somebody back in time. You can take them on a story. Pac, he struck your emotions just with his passion. Like I love Pac, I I love channeling Pac. Like I'm not the greatest rapper, but I love channeling because when I channel him, people see that, they feel like, cause I get to talk about my mom being on drugs. I get to, that's, that's relatable. It's like, I watched this 16 year old drop major bars the other day, her name is Young Devin. But like the bars that sway was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. There was all the bars about the struggle. There was all the bars about the trap and jumping off the, like, yeah, those are dope-ass bars, but, like, we have been there. Right. We did that. Right. So, like... And that's why, speaking of bars, we're going to have some great people to drop some amazing bars coming up right now. Because, like, this is the mind state that I'm in. And you got me routed over here. You can still count. That's what son. we do, man. I don't, I that's love, what like, we yo, do, brother. I, I, I caught a couple <laughs> of shit, bro. But I'm still here. Like, I bounced back. But I appreciate you, brother. we be back for the next round. Yes, sir. Of a Battle of the brews, man. My name is Elijah Mindset Morgana. We got Keaton over there. She's moderating, looking at us like, mm, mm, mm. We got Marcus J. And shout out to my, my management team and my management company. Gaia World Consulting, where all your media needs will get met. Like bringing my vision to the rest of the world. So, and shout out again to once again to Thrift and Sip. My name is Elijah. See y'all in the next round. Welcome back to Mindset Detox, the Battle of the Broods, man. Like, yo, we had an amazing round one, and like we we, went to, we ended it with bars. And I got some amazing, dope, phenomenal, galactic creators. Master Wordsmiths over here from Star Squad—they're you know, gonna drop they, they amazing new. First, it's your new single, right? Yes, sir. And what is it called again? Gone
2: Global.
0: Gone Global. Hey, on oh, every platform, SoundCloud. Sure.
2: Oh, not yet. Ah, uh, not yet. Every every major streaming network,
0: SoundCloud tomorrow. There you go. There we go. So let me let's y'all enjoy this. Going global. <laughs> Hey,
5: yeah. Bitch on walk. Bitch yeah,
2: on. Bitch on walk. Pick me up. Bitch on walk. Bitch on. Hey. Bitch on walk. Hey. Pick me up. Bitch on walk. Bitch on. Yeah. Bitch on walk. Pick me up. Bitch on walk. Bitch on. -hmm. Yeah, bitch I don't walk Pick me up, call me a old. send me your picture of pussy and booze, we going global, she loving the crew, she wanna go global, she sucking the deuce, she naked and twerking and cooking this food, she off the molly and she off the loose. she She's loving my tunes, call us the goonies, I stay with my goons, flying around in my spaceship, bumping gods, I viewing my UFO, Swear we flying at light speed, but the good kush got these moving slow, eyes low looking chinked out, me my niggas getting geeked, Your hoe, she geeked out, I'm feeling like the president, if you ain't to so get the fuck up out my resident, I'm going global, Global being local, I settling. hmm, yeah. yeah. Whoa. 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 So, baby girl, if it's me, she wanna medal with. Then, uh, huh. Pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. Nah. Bitch, I don't. Hey. Bitch, I don't walk.
5: Okay. Pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. Bitch, I don't. Bitch, I don't walk. Oh, whoa.
2: Pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. Yeah. Bitch,
5: I don't. Yeah. Bitch, I don't walk. Pick
2: me up I've mm-hmm. been spazzing out shorty giving pussy Ass and mouth Call her Pam Then I'm kicking out After she pick me up Then I dig her out Told me go deep I chose a different route 15 minutes Then I'm screaming now Shorty she bad And I know Can't get no past on No hope Or oh, you can say straight to the coat. It won't be long Till I'm torn the to globe mm-hmm. Yeah Boy I said straight to the coat. It won't be long Till I'm torn to Pick me up hey. Bitch on Walk Bitch on not
5: Bitch, I don't walk, nah. Pick me up, bitch. I don't walk, yeah. (laughs) Bitch, I don't (laughs) walk, yeah. Bitch, I don't walk, hey. To pick me up, bitch. I don't walk, yeah. Flexing like niggas, like I was a hulk, just in case they forgot. Uh. Said, I got him heated Look at the Side of his face And say boy Why you hot you He said cause you came And then left with my girl So I told me Your bitch was a bop. a bop And casino Hit that on the spot ah. said, you know that Your boy had to run it Whoa. Slid her ass Out the deuce on the base Whoa. Let her fuck The whole motherfucking army <laughs> Damn I said uh. I got green in my jeans Like the army uh. Either lifted or the Uber I'm guessing Oh uh. you thought I was walking You welling well. But these hoes Ain't no shoelace expressing uh. She said Pax Can we hang for a second said. I said fuck no It's just my expression uh-huh. she Keep begging and pleading The fuck but they wait I'm busting this lavore down then she come and pick a boy up. Damn, well, and you already know what's up. The fuck? Pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. Bitch, I don't. Bitch, I don't walk. <laughs> pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. <laughs> bitch, I don't. Walk. Hey, bitch, I don't walk. Pick me up. Bitch, I don't walk. This is just a description of us not walking. To places. Yeah. Bitch on, walk. And that we're going global. Bitch are not
0: gonna walk. Bitch on, walk. Pick me up. You
5: Yeah, 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 squad,
0: yeah, yeah. Gang, gang, gang. No walking over here, spaceship shit. Yeah. Come over here. Come over here real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all come over here for this segment real quick, though. Like, I, I love I love the fact that, like, I mean, y'all don't walk. I mean, y'all, y'all see <laughs> y'all float with y'all. Like, I love the ladies. I just got comfortable being able to say the B word and and, and know what it is and understand it. But getting comfortable to even be yourself. Like, yeah. let me know the, the thought process behind that. Tell them y'all also, y'all social media and y'all actual rap name.
2: Probably, I mean, well... We are Star Squad 7 ENT.
0: Star Squad 7 ENT. Yeah, Ooh,
2: That's alliteration that. and a mouthful. Um, well, now that you mention that, we got the name, well, he doesn't know where we got the name Star Squad from. Because I started this when I was a kid. So, Star Squad, Star is because scientists say that we are made of Star stuff. Right. <laughs> where Star does. And then a squad is a grouping or a family. And then seven is the guy number. Number represent perfection, and I'm a perfectionist. Aight. And so, everything that we put together, at least in my eyes, is per- perfect. Um, But I am Casino Damarino. You can find me on Instagram, at Rap Landlord. And then my boy, Pax the Collector. You can find him on Instagram at Pax the Collector. And
5: uh, this motherfucker.
2: And... <laughs> You said the thought yeah, process I'm yeah, going global? Yeah, yeah, I'm going global. Like, so when I made nice, when I was making the beat literally, as far as the hook came along, uh when I was making the beat, it had like the little Asian bounce, the little Asian bop sound to it. And then Pax Pax just kept beat, saying fully. Pick me up. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. said, He said your son No. Oh, what were you saying I don't walk? I was just saying, But you don't walk. Yeah, he was saying but y'all. Don't walk. And like he just said, bro, your beat that's what the beat sound like and I was like, Shit, pick me up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and so I, we named it "Going Global," um, because well, the beat, the fact that it was an Oriental beat, and we're in the U.S. in the U.S. So we just wanted to make, I just wanted to make it called "Going Global." He came up with the hook, um, and then as far as coming together with the bars, my thought process was, well, what does the, what are the things that the fame come with that I'm not necessar- that I'm not necessarily searching for. Right. So right. that's why I was spitting about females and as far as the B word, like you said, um I categorize I categorize women differently. As far as it's levels. Yeah, it's levels. So you have you have girls, you got bitches and hoes, then you got women. It's all different.
0: So you got goddesses and queens. Oh goddesses, hey, and, goddesses yo. and queens,
2: well Goddesses and queens, they will be in my, like, category that I call women. Ah. You feel me? The woman. I got you. I got you.
0: Yeah. And Pax, you you silent kill over here. Peace. Yo, Pax the Collector. Like, I've been blessed to be able to be around dope creators this year. January 1, I was like, yo, all I want to be around. January 1 of 2019, I was just like... All I wanted to be is around dope creators. And I got the, we did, remember the Green Martian? Yes, sir. Yo, like, I got the vibe out with y'all in y'all dorm rooms this past week. And, like, we literally came up with a song just in a matter of, what, five, ten minutes?
2: Yeah.
0: All, all freestyle, all vibe. So it's just like, yo, even he just, like, Casino just told me, like, yo, you the beat, and it just came to you. Like, what's what's your what's your motivation behind you creating music and being able to pick those melodies, bro? I have ADHD. Ah, Shay, Yeah, <laughs> that's a so, superpower.
5: Uh, whatever, whatever pops in my head at that point in time is gonna be blurted out regardless. So
0: Lit. it might as well be creative. That's what's up. Which that's it usually is. Let, so let the social media know. The social media. Let mindset detox TV and the, and the battle of the blues know how they can get in touch
1: with you socially.
5: Hey guys, um, my name's Pax. You can find me on Instagram at Pax the Collector, everywhere else at Pax the Collector, and then Star Squad
0: 7 ENT, yeah. find us everywhere, it's the group. Yo, and, and, and yes, he's definitely, the, they're both geniuses over here, very intelligent, very intellectual, a lot of intellectual property over here, like, I'm honored, thank y'all for joining the show, Appreciate and you, we're going we gonna to have a cypher at the end to another yeah. dope beat, hey, okay. hey, yo. So, <laughs> you. Hey, y'all stay blessed. Up, tune into the next, the second half of uh, Battle of the Bruise.
2: Big bless. Turning back, Oh, you the room?
6: More experiences to be able to cast a wider net when he was ready to use me, like mental health. You know, having a nervous breakdown going to the hospital and and having the stigma of being called crazy, actually, it didn't didn't make my... uh, It made me more relatable. It made it a wider idea. Everyone is dealing with health in some way. Like, um, me uh, being taken to my lowest you you know what I'm saying, being called a coon by my own people. The guy that said George Bush don't care about black people is a coon because I didn't say I'm going to vote on Hillary Clinton. right? And that actually made me more relatable. You can't imagine when I go through middle America, like, let me tell you, it's like, I was driving fast, I was looking at a property, this is like 4,000 acres we were gonna buy out here, and I'm trying to drive to the freeway, and I hit a red light, and the guy said, now how you go, where you gotta go so fast that you gotta drive this and cut me up? What, Kanye, oh thank you for what you're doing for our country, thank you so much, like you have no idea, you be out here in LA, in New York, and there have you, all jacked up on Mountain Dew. They'll be having you thinking that like this reality is not is, is, is not real. People are connected to the idea of having their own land. People are connected to the idea of service to Christ. This is the Bible belt. This is America. This is where we are free to worship Jesus in the open. And that's that's a privilege also The idea, I'm going to just jump right into this because I was like talking to James Corden earlier. Same. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't. (laughs) And I told him, I said, look, my my father's a black Panther. My mother got arrested for the sit-ins at age six. They were fighting for us to have the right to our opinion. Not the right to vote for whoever the white liberals said black people are supposed to vote for. You get what I'm saying? Then James Corden went in and said, well, this president, you're Christian, and this president, I don't see anything Christian about him. I said, okay, so last year, y'all tried to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm black. Now, this year, white liberals trying to tell me who I'm supposed to vote for because I'm Christian. That would be like, I live in Calabasas, so everyone in my car has got to be a convertible, huh? It's just all based on y'all vision of what I'm supposed to do. And I understand, like, a lot of people, it's not a matter of whether you like it or who like it. We are in a country where we're allowed to like whatever we like. I love Jesus Christ. I love Christianity. I love the Sistine Chapel. I love all the paintings. I feel that Christianity, there's no people make spoofs of it, I'll be looking at Family Guy, and I like Family Guy, I like Seth McFarlane, right? But he makes jokes about the Christian faith, and I'm sure that's the way he was brought up, but I understand, because North, when she talks about church, it's a positive connotation. A lot of us, in those four walls, it felt like we were stuck in the pews. So, like, what we said 10 years ago that you inspired for me to go there, we are now actualizing that. Another thing is, like, this idea of, like, apologizing. We'll apologize for saying George Bush don't care. Apologize for running on stage with Ted With Apologize for wearing the wrong color hat. I ain't apologize for nothing. Y'all dealing with grandpa now. I done been through too much. I'm, I'm the founder of a $3 billion company. You think I'm finna listen to somebody online tell me who I'm supposed to apologize for?
3: Do you, do you feel <laughs> like, and, 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 and since you did get there, do you feel any of the pressures when people say, Kanye did let him down when we think about George Bush don't care about black people that's when everybody was like oh Kanye and then when we look at Kanye now I mean if we if we agree or not agree with you just when we when you say the wrong color hat yeah think about this for a hat this is one of my
6: main things it's like what is the culture it's like man this ain't for the culture we're doing something for the culture we are orphans bro we are cultureless we don't have our own culture we sign two culture vultures. We sign our life away. Our contracts are culture vultures. Think about everything that's cultural. Taking a knee is cultural. Being on social media is cultural. Wearing high fashion is cultural. Pushing a foreign is cultural. All these things are not owned by our culture. So who designed the culture? What does it mean to do it
3: for the culture? That's why I do it for Christ. And that, that's a... When you bring Christ in, that's that's a hell of a blanket, that's that's a hell beautiful a blanket. big blanket. Beautiful but blanket. I do have to, and talk I do have to kind of right. sit with you and talk about when we say the beliefs, the things like that, and this, been, is, this isn't an interview that I wanted yeah. to talk about anything uh, political, but you did, you did kind of go there. You know what I'm saying? You did kind of go there under the guise of, you know, of Christ, and I understand that. But do you feel, and we haven't had a chance to talk, do you feel like people didn't understand Kanye at the time? How much of that was Kanye? How much of that was Kanye not being on his mental game? How much of that was Kanye on the breakdown and the breakthrough? I I love this also
6: because Kobe Bryant won five championships. He sprained all kind of muscles all through his body, tore ligaments. And for people to go to Kanye West, where I'm playing in the highest level of mental sport, I had Mark Zuckerberg wanting to meet with me. You know what I'm saying? I had people come to want to meet with me that are makers of the world at this point. So I'm playing at this mental sport as a black band, post Poc, post Biggie, Puff Daddy, Jay Z, in debt, completely controlled. The management knows
0: how much exactly. All right, all right. Like I can listen to Kanye talk for days. I and I love the big boy. Y'all welcome back to Mindset Detox live from Thrift and Sips, R.V.A. Uh, like this, and this has been an amazing, amazing battle with, with, with a uh, very intellectual. Like he, like the first time somebody ever said like they disagree with everything I said. and I'm like, damn. Everything like everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, was get, like, you can handle like, it, brother. You yeah, can handle it. But I did handle it. I had to handle it. But that's why I love this this actual this actual premise of what we're doing here. And and Kanye was talking to Big Boy. Talking about the, what Millen America doing. Talking about we look even everything that we talked about in this interview within the first five to seven minutes, he brought up the Taylor He brought up the culture, mm-hmm. and, and he brought up all of those things. And he's like, "Yo, I'm grandpa now. Like, yo, like I got a three billion dollar company. Like, what culture are you talking about? Like, you you sit up here and you this is back at you, Marcus. Like, I'm tossing this to your court. Like, he just showed in in that." first few minutes that everyone in the world is he proved your point people are being moved by emotions by the cars by the houses by the by the big fancy all of this but like who who is who say that is what we supposed to do because prior to that he was like i was supposed to vote for barack because i'm black like barack ain't do shit outside of give me hope he lulled a lot of people to sleep like even when you're talking about that impeachment There's something that Barack signed that if a lot of black people knew that he signed that, would be pissed. You talking about the National
4: Defense Authorization Act? You talking about 363? Uh, Executive Order 363. Well, I don't know the specifics of that. I know about the the National uh, Defense Authorization Act, which basically said they come in here right now and take us off the street, and you'll never see us again unless they decide to release us. That was something that was a piggyback to What George Bush and them had done Mm -hmm. because of Mm 9-11 and because of how they felt like there was terrorists and stuff. So Barack Obama did what he had to do because he was the president. Once you get to that level, Mm -hmm. there's a certain thing that changes with regards to how you are going to govern. Doesn't matter what you felt when you was running for president and all that kind of stuff. Once you get there, all bets are all. There's certain things. That's why you got all those There's certain things you gotta do. But having said that, I always roll my eyes at people who say, Barack Obama ain't do nothing for black people. That always makes me roll my eyes Mm -hmm. at people because that's such a naive perspective. It's such a reverse pro-black perspective. It's like, it doesn't even make sense to me when people say that because when you're the president of the United States, you're supposed to be the president of the United States for everybody. Mm-hmm. So black people expected Barack Obama to go to the White House, throw his fist in the air, and say, this is for my peoples, yo.
0: Yeah, but he did that, though. Every time he spoke, though, he wasn't throwing see, his fist in the air, he, but, was, he was real
4: sly, so, so, he was cool. But So if you say that this is what he did, then, do you agree with Kanye when he said that, Joe, that that Barack Obama didn't do nothing for black people? I, I didn't, I
0: wasn't agreeing with, that was my own opinion
4: in okay. regards to Barack didn't do much. But in regards, Do, do you think, alright so let me just simplify it, do you think that Barack Obama did nothing for black what people? What he did for black people is give us hope. What he did, like I didn't think, I thought my children would get to
0: see a black president in the United States. What did
4: you want him to do? I, yo, what was your expectation?
0: One, me being in the military and seeing what the president and the government is, I have a different outlook on politics as a whole. Like dem- democracy is broken from the from the inside out. So I expected him to do exactly what you said he did play his position as the president. Well, I I mean I, but I, in the midst of that what happened with black people? We got lulled the
4: fuck the sleep. Well, we I mean, I, I want to ask this straight. I want to ask a straight up question because I am I'm am t- I'm, I'm tired of hearing black people say that Barack Obama didn't do nothing for black people. So I'm asking this specific direct question. What did I want what him did to What did you expect for him to do for black people that he did not do?
0: All right. Just to tie it into what's going on now he should have did what Trump did in regards to the releasing certain people that wasn't wasn't released like that 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 option was definitely on the table I, and in and, and, and regards to the, the, the big brothers getting getting proactive in our communities shouldn't have happened at the end of his term like I know he came in like but like our community should have been the first thing on his agenda I know he's all of America but all of America was getting taken care of the 43 presidents before us. So it's like now that you there, grow some balls, do something that's really gonna impact. But th- what it showed me is that the president don't have any effect really on my neighborhood, M- my, my local politicians, my local school boys. So what, what Barack did do for black people is put our eyes on a political system that we didn't have our eyes and ears on.
4: Now. I agree with that piece as far as how he could have done some pardons. You had people like Ray Nagin and Kwame Kilpatrick, people who rocked for him, who got in some trouble, he could have pardoned. So I agree with that. But you gotta also remember that all, all politics is local. We just voted here in Richmond, Virginia yesterday. If you did, you vote by the way. Absolutely, I always vote. I say I I always vote. I vote in the smallest elections. If the only thing on the ballot is the dog catcher, I'm gonna be there voting for (laughs) Elijah versus the dog catcher. Yeah, who Mm -hmm. the incumbent? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm that guy. But you know, as far as him not doing anything for Black people, that's just not something I agree with. You know, the Lilly Ledbetter (laughs) Act was the first thing that he ever signed, which was a bill that made sure that all women got paid just like all men which absolutely affected black women mm-hmm. the, uh, the health care most of us don't have health care. I got health care, I tell you, I
0: don't know if I told you, but I told my brother today, I was like, healthcare. yo, I got health care since I left the Army. You got health For the first
4: time in 10 healthcare. years, bro, I'm, I
0: am feel like an adult.
4: But you got people who think, I just laid out, oh, no, those don't count because that affects everybody. Yeah, that affects everybody. But, you know, when you want to talk about the LGBTQ community, they got a lobby and they are aligned and they have a mission and they have an agenda right. and they are specific about the things they want. Whereas here we are arguing, and I'm not talking about you and me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we as black people, we argue about what it is we want. What do we want? What is the lobby? You look at Urban League, and you look at NAACP, and you look at NAN, and you look at all of these communities. You have different people who have different agendas, mm-hmm. and so you go to the black president with different agendas or no agenda, and then you throw shade at him because you say he didn't do nothing for you. What did you come to him? What was what was the committee that came to him and said, this is what we as a lobby want, as opposed to him sitting in a lab creating it and saying, this is what I'm gonna do for y'all. It don't work it that way. It doesn't work
0: that way, but this is the thing, and it tie it back into what Kanye said in the beginning of this. He was just like, yo, what culture? We don't have a culture. We're cultureless. We're in a time now, like, if you can create a solution, if, like, I Nipsey did more for the black community than than Trump. I mean, than Trump or Barack did, from a standpoint of being there and showing us this is how we make money. But you this, know
4: what, Barack Obama was doing
0: what Nipsey was doing twenty years ago. Understood, but it wasn't shown. It wasn't. He didn't have his podcast. He didn't have his radio station. Because either. nobody
4: knew who he was. Now he was in the hood. But he with was, his boots on the But ground he was doing focused
0: it. on his mission. And, and yeah. this is the thing. Everyone, I love Barack and i love barack for the simple fact that he gave like not just me but my children the hope that they can they can do something and since barack and since trump politics has blown up with our more melanated beings being in a political race
4: Understand it. so Understand like it, yeah. so
0: it's just like now we're at square fucking 1 square 1 and you want to destroy the leaders that we do have and am i'm, Who's and the I, leaders I'm talking to? i'm talking about the people that have the most attention uh-huh. This is when, when I mean leader... You're not talking about Kanye. I am talking about Kanye. You think Kanye's a leader? A Kanye is definitely a leader because you like for him to we go... we in a bad no, shape no, if I, a leader, yeah, bro. We're in a
4: bad shape if he wasn't a leader. We're in, we, we in bad shape if we're calling Kanye West a leader. But the thing about
0: it is America was in a bad shape when, in the 80s when I was born. America was in a bad shape in the 90s when the, the Central Park Five happened. But if so we're so looking like, at rappers
4: and we're looking at...
0: Athletes. And I'm all looking these at influencers to be, take a title off of. Him. Kanye okay. is not just a rapper. He's definitely a fucking mogul for the step that he's been across the world. He's yeah. been around the world. He he has businesses all over. He is
4: politician proof. I think that there are some of us who think that Kanye and folks like him are more harmful than helpful. Yo, specifically when they open their mouth. Yo, those
3: it, people are harmful in my you, opinion. When
4: you open your mouth. When you start talking about things like slavery was a choice, you can you you can agree with that, but on the surface, just saying that is so polarizing. You are gonna get folks that's gonna check out the minute you say that. But take it back to
0: you what you said with with Hulk Hogan and how he went from when he went from super good to super like white hot villain. Yeah, like I I fucks with N W O. Like is it right or wrong that bad people can do good things?
4: or good people can do bad things. Well, if we're going to go back to the wrestling analogy, we can look at somebody like Stone Cold Steve Austin. We loved him, why? Uh-huh. right? Yeah. Because he didn't fuck with his boss. He beat his boss up, right? He beat the shit out of his boss, and, and we God. thought it was great. You know what I mean? Because he, bucked, wants to beat he their bucked, boss. he bucked the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we understood that. We dug, we dug that. But I think that we have to be authentic and honest about the fact that us as black people, our existence in this country is different than every other culture here. And we have a responsibility as black people with influence to not say dumb shit like slavery was a choice. And not say dumb shit. And in regards, in regards to dumb shit, it's only dumb
0: because like that. the beginning of the interview said he had to go through his testimony. How many people but- are going to check out? The moment you say slavery is a choice. They're, they're, they're not. Checked out. But like one of my Checked one out. of my goals, that's why I'm launching Kanye Translation Tuesdays, where I sit back and translate what he transcribe, translate what he is trying to say. Yeah, like, but I, you
4: know what, though? At the end of the day, if you got to spend so much energy trying to translate what somebody else is saying, but that's because, it's probably because they are talking crazy. No, but that's because we're in the world
0: now that like, yo, have you ever tried to talk conscious to somebody that don't want to be conscious? Have you ever tried to talk Absolutely. health to somebody that don't want to do health? Absolutely. So it's just like now we're in a whole world, a whole capitalistic America. Fuck the whole world. We are a global economy, but all eyes is on America. Right. All eyes is on America. We, we set the culture and tone for everything. Black people. Yo, yo. Like, yeah. And, and, and yeah. the crazy thing about it. Like, we're, we're still a small percentage of the black people in this country. So, it's just like, because America has all these eyes on it, and because now influencers, a YouTuber, my daughter watches YouTube. My daughter makes, my shout out to Zombie Gamer Girl, 90 by the way. Like, she just hit 100 subscribers, but she watched me become an influencer, and she wanted to influence. She watched her other influencers make videos, and now my daughter is making cartoons. Like, so like, I see the power power and impact of a star in this time where these devices give you access to them and and they're saying whatever but he now i see kanye transitioning into the later half he said his name is grandpa kanye like yo i've been doing this and and the game made me old like even with like barack is super old coming out of his eight years he went in with a couple grades looking slick Came out, his whole hair gray. But they all do. No, I know they all do because, like, the, to be able to be the commander in chief of a fucked up ass country is is a
4: very hard job. Well, I can the tell, psyche. I can tell you, anytime you're in a leadership position where you have to lead people, you don't let, have grace. You've been leading. You don't have well, grace. You uh, don't have no grace. I, I'm aging in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm aging in other ways. But whenever you have to lead people, it's gonna age you. Because you're going to have a stress that people who don't have to lead don't have to deal with. And
0: that's the thing about it. Like, I call Kanye a leader. He's not leading the black race. He's leading all those that are paying attention to him. No matter if they're paying good attention or bad attention. This is what I'm going to do. I'm done apologizing, y'all. I'm done caring about my rap career because I don't I don't care about that. I did that, so like now I'm just gonna say what the fuck I need to do. Like he mentioned his daughter and he was like, my daughter look at Jesus different than somebody else that looks at Jesus. Yeah. So like once you get a daughter, you got a daughter, right? Yeah. Once you get a daughter, it changes. I have three daughters, and I hopefully I got another one on the way. Like I told you, I'm still six kids. I want ten, but a lot of people look at me. Like just like they look at Kanye and this is why I I relate to him so much because when I went through my mental health breakdown, bro, like everybody turned their back on me. Only people that didn't turn their back on me is when the ones that I got in their face and be like, yo, I'm here. Hey, I'm still here. So it's like for him to lose his mom. For him to go through his mental breakdown and to still be in the public eye and then come back. Like, I don't rock just with Christ. I rock with Christ. I rock with Krishna. I rock with Muhammad. I rock with Malcolm. I rock with Maya. I rock with everybody that set their tone here, and we're talking about them now. Like, so there's tons of deities that's not there. But even with him dropping this, this Jesus is king, he know that a lot like unconsciously and in his heart, his mom knows that a lot of our people are tuned into that, that, that demographic of religion, which all it does is rebuild a relationship with yourself.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I may not be the one to argue religion with, especially Christianity, because I realize or at least I in my studies, have come to the conclusion that Christianity was very destructive to black people, and it still is in some ways. So... So I, so, I, I, so, you, can one, so you can agree so you can no
0: so you can agree with me on the fact yeah. that like there's a lot of lost because souls same, in Christianity because
4: the same Jesus that black folks is praying to is the same Jesus that white folks was praying to when they wanted your ass in the tree absolutely you know what like, I mean like yo
0: so, the, the, the the slave yeah. Bible is missing mad chapters and ain't no white people yo, in the Bible yo,
4: <laughs> so like yo <laughs> None. and
0: I'm and I'm glad am glad we got to this point because honestly like I said I I didn't want this to be just about Kanye but I yeah. wanted to To be about culture, I wanted it to be about how our emotion, how we are emotionally led beings, and how we are letting people like a Kanye or Trump affect a majority. It is only twenty-four hours in a day. All you ever have is this day, right? There's twenty-four hours, translated to one thousand four hundred and forty minutes, translated to eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds. That's all you have. And I told you, I in the last segment, I spent forty-five minutes listening. And listening to one of my childhood friends that I look up to because you're a successful business owner now, sit up here and just dog one of the people that I know. He's a leader, not just of our culture, but he's a leader of his household. He's a leader of himself now. This is the first time I've seen Kanye not be big-eyed when he's about to say a statement because he's just like, yo, I'm, fuck it. But you
4: know what, though? At the end of the day, he's a polarizing guy who is going to divide people. And at the end of the day, the more divisive you are, mm. the less helpful you are to the culture. That's just the biggest, that, that's the end, that's the end all be all for me. He's divisive.
0: Yeah, and I and I and, He's and just divisive. Divided, we definitely fall. Yeah. And like I, I know
4: that we You say been- things like, you just, you just say surface things. Now, you're an analytical person, and so am I. Mm-hmm. You're an analytical person, so you want to break down the whole slavery was a choice thing. I can dig that. Cool. We can break that down. We've been talking about it off and on for the whole time we've been on this podcast. I can dig it. But when you say divisive things, especially in a climate where we are microwave mentality type people, we hear a quick headline, boom, and that's where we go with. He knows that because he's smart enough to know it. And his Mentor is the master of mendacity and tarradiddle. <laughs> Yo, so you gotta you gotta elaborate what those words is. That means are the they, that means he <laughs> lies a lot. Okay,
0: okay. okay Both
4: okay. of them words means that he lies a lot. Got you. The but master of mendacity and tarradiddle. Oh,
0: but that's what politics. That lies. means he lies a politics lot. Politics and, and great
4: this lies. is who Kanye is following. You know what I mean? So when you throw things out like slavery was a choice, and then you run away, it's like I got an older brother, and I remember the days when I was a kid. I'd start a fight call my older brother, and then stand off to the side and watch him bust some asses. because I you knew, did, bro? Yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. I'll tell you about the dude who we beat if up. I, if I was your older brother, my brother would be yeah, like, man, I brother, ain't fight
4: my brother fight. My, my older brother rose for me. I, I was his little brother. He loved me. but the thing So is, I ain't love my brother? Yeah, yeah. Say, he, like, he took care of <laughs> me. But the thing, But the lesson. thing is, when older he said things like that, you got to know that people are going to hold on to that. So if you wanna break it down and analyze it and justify it, then that's cool, I can dig it. There's some folks that are gonna do it on the positive side, there's some folks like me who are gonna say, you know what, that's crazy, and then there's a whole bunch of people in the middle, once they hear it, they're checked out. All the way checked out. They're all the way checked out. So he's smart enough to know that. Mm -hmm. And when you know better, you do better. So when you do dumb shit on purpose, The consequences for you are better or, or, or worse than what they would be for other people.
0: And, I, and, and one, one thing, that's, that's, I agree with that wholeheartedly because the moment that I started following Christ or following God and like when I started doing motivational shit, my consequences for the shit that I say like straight went through the roof. When I posted something that wasn't God-like or if I posted a curse word, like motherfuckers came at me. They came at my whole character and everything not knowing that I'm mental health, not knowing that you coming at me is gonna trigger some shit, not knowing that I'm from the hood. Don't let this motivational shit fool you. Yeah. Like, yo, like- yo, I still fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was still, like, like, yo, and I'm now at a point <laughs> yeah. where I don't have to raise a finger to fuck you up. Yeah. There's people that wanna fuck you up for me. Yeah. So it's like, I understand the divisiveness, but I also understand protecting my house. Like, at the end of the day, I fuck with people that know themselves enough to know, like, they're doing whatever they're doing to protect whatever they created. Yeah. Like, what you're doing with Legacy Radio and what what, what Thrift and Sip is doing right here, they smack dab in the, in, in the middle of gentrified RVA with the dope-ass hood, like, throwback-ass thrift shop. I've never seen a thrift shop like this. You're not going to. No, you're not going to. No. And, like, one of the things that the, one of the owners said, Kamara, is that, like, he wants to be the black goodwill. He just told the pastor that the other day. I'm like... Yeah, I fucks with that wholeheartedly. And because I fucks with it, my energy fucks with it. Yeah. My whole, everything fucks with it. And when when you realize your energy fucks with certain things, I know I'm an influencer. I know, like, I have people all over the world saying, I love myself. Oh, white people. I love (laughs) myself. Like, people in France. I love myself. Like, what the fuck? But it's just, it's the power of your words, and I learned that honestly, if I try to worry about thinking about what the 7.5 billion people are doing, I'm gonna go crazy, and my family is not gonna eat the way I want them to eat. Right. So like I like I love this discussion because like you did give me some things that I wanted to like I yeah I didn't know that, and it also was like yep you're right, and then there was also something like nah I don't fuck with that. Right. But in the midst of it, we got a better understanding one of religion politics, economics, the way that propaganda works, for meditation, that at the, yo, we could agree to disagree. This whole show is about agreeing to disagree. And we're gonna get a crown, cause you know you met me as the man with the and crown. The man with the but crown. At, wholeheartedly, I'm I'm grateful for you being on here, and I'm grateful for you being able to share your knowledge and wisdom with us right now, because like, the world needs it. Like, they, they're hurting, and they're looking for solutions. And like you said, the leader, if you're gonna leader anything, you're gonna have to put out fucking fires. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So like Kanye, he's not under nobody thumb, not anymore. He's yeah. not under Jay-Z thumb. He's not under no label thumb. He's not under no political whatever thumb. He's like, he knows that he's global. Shout out to, to star squad. Star, star squad Seven. Star Squad Seven. Shout out to Star Squad Seven because they know they are going global and we know that we're in a global economy. Right. Like, so in the midst of that, like I'm grateful for just, like I said, we just did a podcast that is going to be a video cast that we also made connection. Money was transitioned here. And the money wouldn't have been transitioned here if we didn't create this opportunity. You got a gift out of it. Right. So at the end of the day, it's like, I love the people behind what they're doing and that they believe in. Just like I love you, just like I love Kanye, just like I love Pac, just like I love Biggie, just like I love Trump because he's a fucking catalyst. He triggered so many black people to fucking want to do more. Like, yo, if you can't, of anything just appreciate that there's billions of things that i could be pissed off about but if i could find one thing to be good or happy about i'd rather be happy than right
4: this the world needs more people like you let me tell you why because you have this innate ability to find a good in pretty much all the situations and i I find value in that because I try to do that. I strive to do that. I'm not all the way there yet. Right, it's a work in progress. It is an absolute work in progress. But at the end of the day, I think that if we spend more time looking at a half full glass instead of a half empty glass, then we will be able to pro- progress in a, in a more positive manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at the end of the day, I think that we are innately good people. Innately. Like you gotta learn how to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Asshole is learned behavior.
0: Yo, but asshole is necessary. It is necessary. Yo, it's it's balanced.
4: There's a great philosopher. Y'all about to throw all kinds of shade at me. (laughs) But there's a great philosopher. He hangs out with his friend Beavis. His name is Butthead. Butthead, hey, great philosopher. Butthead once said, you have to have stuff that sucks to have stuff that's cool. bars (laughs) you know what i'm saying you got to you gotta you gotta have yin to have yang you gotta have fat to have skinny and ugly to have pretty and tall to have short you know and dark to have light you have to so you cannot have this positive great world that we want to have Mm -hmm. unless you have catalysts that those of us who see positive view as negative facts, so you
0: you bring a word polar, polar, polarity. Like yeah. that's where we are. Yeah. Like being in the world but not of the world. So like I'm excited to see these next ten years unravel. Yeah. Not just in the music world, but politics right. and, and economics, and then also just social justice. Yeah. Because like yo, I, I told you, I'm entering the darkest world there is in yeah. regards to entertainment. Yeah. So it's just like that and I'm internet with edutainment. Yeah. So like for you for to get the comments and accolades that you that you've bestowed upon me, because you you are ten years older than me. You got to see a little bit more than I saw. Right. And I'm I'm only all
4: into this shit only nine years in. Yeah. So the first time I voted was in nineteen ninety two. I had just got to Richmond, Virginia. I was a freshman at Virginia Union University. And in September of P- 1992, uh, L. Douglas Wilder and Jesse Jackson came onto the campus. You got they, to see Jesse, bro? Yeah, Jesse and, and and Doug Wilder. I met Doug a few times. I hung out with Doug Wilder at Addis a few months ago, but a few years ago, but I'll tell you about it another time. But Jesse Jackson and Doug Wilder came to Union, and they did a rally, and then they took five buses of us kids down to City Hall to register to vote and we voted. That was my introduction into politics in 1992. I remember on June 3rd, 1992, that was my 18th birthday. And I remember that night on the Arsenio Hall show when Bill Clinton came on with his sunglasses and his saxophone. And I knew that night, it didn't matter what he said or did, I was voting for him. Bill was the coolest guy. Because he was on Arsenio Hall. Yes, yes, yes. My point being, every single generation Views politics in a different manner. Nineteen ninety-two was my first step into consciousness with regards to politics. Bill Clinton, eight years, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, George Bush the for senior, for the second one, mm-hmm. for eight years, right? Then you had Barack Obama for eight years. Now we're in year three of Donald Trump. So eight, eight, eight in the midst of the the, the first turn. It's different each time. Each time is different. If you go back to 1960 and you just look at America since then, this is what America does. Yep. When you started with John F. Kennedy,
1: mm-hmm.
4: right? And then you had Richard Nixon. And then you had uh, Carter. Mm-hmm. And then you had Reagan. And then you had Clint. Well, Bush. Then you had Clinton. Then you had Bush again. You know what I'm saying? This is what America Ebs does. Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. This is what America does. And so we're in the midst of, depending on where you I guess for hey, us, we're down yeah, here. Yeah, right, right? I don't I agree that. But it's gonna go back. It's gonna it's gonna go it's gonna it's gonna change again. Oh, it's definitely changing. It, it's gonna the, the tide is gonna change again. It's that's that's changing. where I'm going I mean a long winded way. No. Nah. What I'm trying to get at, is going to change again. It
0: has to. The only thing that's constant is change. Yes. So, like, I'm preparing for the change. Like, why sit up here and whine about and brood about, like this is the battle to brood, and
4: just brood about shit that's going to change? Here's what I will say to that. Live your life, conduct your life in a manner where it don't even matter who the president is. Politician proof. That's I,
0: I agree with that. And on that note, on that note, we're going to give some love to our sponsors. We're going to give some love to the people that took care of us. And then we're going to end the battle. We're going to end it in a cypher. going to cypher with us?
4: I'm going to do what I can do.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. So, look, y'all stay tuned. Once again, this is Elijah Mindset Morgano out here with Marcus J., my brother. Kidon is still here. And hey, we got Star Squad 7 up in the building, Global, Gaia a higher World Consulting, and we appreciate and love y'all. Y'all stay blessed and highly favored, and tune in. Yo, welcome once again, mindset detox. I want to give a big ups to the uh, the people that made this happen. Our, our sponsors of this episode. Shout out to Star Squad Seven for coming through. Shout out to Marcus J and Legacy Internet Radio, uh, RVA Thrift and Sips, right in the heart of Carytown, Richmond, Virginia. Hashtag RVA, hashtag Thrift and Sip. Definitely check them out on on major social platforms. That's Thrift and Sip. That's the, the letter N, not A and D. And then also shout out the laugh out loud yoga and the revolution revolutionary. Yogini, that's like a genie and a yoga mixed together in a bottle. And like yo, I'm a I'm a I'm a rainbow dragon, right? So a dragon and a unicorn had sex and they spit me out. So like yo, <laughs> so in the midst of that, shout out also to Mindset Detox TV, um, my my management team, and also my healing squad. Like those that you don't don't know, like I broke my ankle a couple months ago and I'm healing greatly minus any opioids, no opioids, straight natural, straight Straight essence over here, but it's Tincture Alley, and the and and management company is Gaia World Consulting, listen, listen, y'all about to enjoy the cypher, we about to get in, I love to just say words, I love to talk, but like, now I can say words to a beat, ah, niggas ain't gonna never get me to shut up, yo, y'all stay blessed, y'all tune in, uh, we thank y'all, we appreciate y'all. welcome back this is mindset detox TV we just wrapped up battle of the bruise and look you know what we're gonna end the disagree with that we understand we, we we agreed to disagree but now we about to agree to just drop some bars and look we're gonna have the cipher going on right now we got we got star squad seven in the building and look look I'm motivational Morgano a mindset Morgano we' about to do our thing drop that beat early yeah yeah uh, just like big Tigger, I'm gonna start it off yeah yeah yeah,
2: Yeah. who
0: yeah. we say, freedom, or wake up, yeah, so day by day in every way I wake and pray now, A day by day I wake and slay now, huh, yeah, when that beat gonna drop, when that heat gonna stop, from cooking in the kitchen, I'm cooking bars, I'm ready for mission, I'm all the way back from Mars, my nigga, you understand, I'm just made of stars, my nigga, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah. that beat look hot. Let her get night, understand this is night, not morning, sun, morning. They want me to wake and be mad, but I wake and pray. Understand how we had,
1: yeah.
2: uh, pass uh, that mic. They want me to wake and be mad, but I just wake and I pray. Mm. Oh, I look up to the sky, mm. so I see stars in the rays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you see me. I am just going through motions, dedicated and devoted. You know I've been smoking, everybody else they've been choking. I am out dropping these tokens and jewels for your life. I promise you I'll do it right. Only one thing sacrifice, and that is the time, because the solid is right. Oh my, your soul it is right And the devil, he be after my mental Cause I murder instrumentals Yeah, the devil, he been testing my mentals But God testing my pencil I promise you that I am never gonna get over it And I'm just gonna show you what we it into I said Star Squad 7 Entertainment yeah. I've been getting on this freestyling Cause I'm brainless mm. insane And feeling like I'm shady Oh my God, I'm feeling like I'm shady yeah, i yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, two brews like I'm Steve Austin Skating on
5: these boys like I'm Eric Costin You already know the flow Too awesome, awesome. kill a beat, killer beat Leave it in the coffin, sitting sick Your boy coughing, you knew the mode I've been killing everything that'll fill My soul, you can see the soul Essence in the soul, gold, gold, soul Theory, I'm just preaching to these little hoes Check mm. it, they was getting reckless on the record I've been bugging on instrumentals I'm snapping any second, feel yes. like cat in the hat The way I be rapping with the record I've been rapping my words in a serene Shawty said she wanted to come, but she sure ran mm. after she saw it she know it's bigger than a hand god damn hey. i ain't even gotta balance it Shotty said that my flows is way too challenging mental balance infinite they know that i'm always killing them hot
0: as a skillet when i'm in it. And I'm smoking them smoking i'm sour like a lemon
2: hey. to yeah. infinity
0: and beyond like buzz said so day by day i keep my buzz ahead huh of my mind, body, spine, that's 33 vertebrae. Damn, I'm so divine. Three and three is six, that's harmony exists. My bliss is on another time spaceship, man. Yeah, my melanin makes me royalty, actions make me a king, so Martin and Malcolm, I'm living your dream. Yeah, I'm building together my team, together everyone achieves so much more, so what you mean? Mm-hmm. I said I mean what I say, cause words cast spells and I'm here today, saying abracadabra, better sheep, better I Elohim. In the beginning, God created everything, so when I begin, I'm hitting L-I-G-H-T, I'm bouncing off the bed like a nigga in the side of the spring. Mm. Summer, winter, fall. So when I fall on my back, I look up, stand tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like Increased I had to the Bible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Listen, listen, listen. This is this is Star Squad Seven. It's yeah. Casino the Rap Lord, Pax the Collector. I'm Mindset the Messiah. We here to set the captives free, bro. So shout out to y'all. We appreciate y'all. Love and light. Okay.